Hello, and welcome to the Gaming Fix Podcast, episode 250 on December 3rd, 2022. I'm your host, Andre Cole, a.k.a. The Wet Gamer, a.k.a. your partner's favorite weather. I'm joined today by Allison. Um, uh, that's, that's tricky. I, I love, I feel like we've probably done favorite season, maybe, but like, probably. just kind of generally, just generally like a nice, you know, kind of cool spring or cool fall weather where there's no snow or anything, but it's just, you know, just generally pleasant is nice. Um, the days where where it's kind of rainy, but you don't have to go out anywhere are nice too. But it's very specically those uh, raining, but it's but I get to stay home all day. Yeah, and I can just absolutely. Kind of just listen to the little pitter patter. Yeah, of, of yeah. The rain. But it's like I, if I have to go outside, then it's like the worst. So it's like yep. <laughs> it's hugely dependent on what my plans are for that day. Absolutely. Also joining us today, Pat. I think uh, similarly, it's like. A crisp day, like low sixties, just cool oh, enough beautiful. that it's comfortable to wear like a sweater or a sweatshirt um, without being too warm, but not one where it's uncomfortable and super uncomfortably cold. To just wear like one to two layers is definitely the the weather, and I like um, it. Depend, like it depends on what I'm trying to do, really. If I was going to see like a football game or something, then I'd that kind of weather with like mostly clear skies, perfect. If I'm like hanging out at home, give me some rain. That's great. I give love, me a thunderstorm. I love, I love rain. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, thunderstorm would be is is up there for me too. But it, it that's so like you can't really do anything uh, if it's thunderstorming outside. Um, mm-hmm. So. And I don't like to drive around. Like an evening, an evening, uh, and you know, like eight p.m. You hear some thunder. Like, totally, yeah. We don't get those here, so yeah, it's it's very, very rare. Yeah, yeah, but very, very cool when they do happen. Mm. One time when I was, I don't know, five ish, there was there was a storm incoming, and we lived out in the country. We had like forty acres just you know forest everywhere and uh, there was a storm coming super windy like you know clouds rolling in and my brother was just gone my brother my younger brother so i was five he was like two three at the time he's just gone searching for him for like an hour calling for him out in the like oh my god turned out he's gone to my mom's closet pulled down a bunch of clothes and fallen asleep in a pile of her clothes Mm. but it was just this like terrified moment of like where the hell is the toddler totally (laughs) yeah be out in the woods in the storm this is not good uh yeah yeah (laughs) it's 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 funny how how that could happen because i I know that there was once where i was playing hide and seek with my grandma in her apartment it's like it's a you know not a huge apartment so I don't think she was expecting it to take so long, but I like laid down in this tub and apparently took her forever to find me. <laughs> I, they're like, where, where is Alice? Is Allison still here? Cause I was just like taking it way too seriously. <laughs> and I was like, no, I will not reveal myself. I need to <laughs> just lay here as silently as I can in the bathtub. Yeah. No, my brother was just asleep. But, oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's, 
that's uh, not video game talk for today, but we've got some some video game talk today. We've got some check-ins, got some new games. Uh, how about we do a quick little Pokemon check-in, Allison? I, I hear you've yeah. rolled the credits. Yeah, rolled credits on um, Pokemon Violet this morning, and so now it's just kind of post-game content, which has been uh, fun to get to. Um but yeah, I really liked the kind of end game content of this of the story, of um, the characters and everything. Uh, so, if you're playing it, if or if you already have it and you're already playing it, I'd recommend just kind of pushing through to get to that. If, if even if you're not like necessarily feeling all of the game, because I think it's genuinely um, some really well done, some well done stuff and and pretty mature writing at points where I was just genuinely pretty moved by it. So that was really, um, really cool. And now it's just the time that I'm, uh, kind of wandering around trying to do the kind of post game stuff, get all the Pokemon in my Pokedex so that I can shiny hunt and do everything like that. So it's, 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 I, I'm really enjoying it. I think, um, criticisms are, are valid of this game, but also, uh, there's a, a lot of interesting stuff that I don't want to spoil, but it, I think is uh, are, are some really interesting things that they're actually trying with this Pokemon game. How would you compare it to uh, Sword and Shield or even Arceus? I'd, I'd say definitely, definitely, definitely better than Sword and Shield um, in terms of writing, content, everything. I'd say it's like miles above sword and shield i mean for except for you know some specific things but uh legends arceus i think i i've been thinking about that because i i really love legends arceus and part of me wants to prefers that but also i don't know if that's because just wandering around to the music in that game is so good (laughs) that i'm like there but um I th- whereas I think that has an inf- more interesting kind of feel because it has the kind of the historical the uh this is from the past kind of setting that they that they use for a lot more style uh whereas with um Scarlet and Violet I think it's a better written game and has a lot of interesting stuff that they're doing with um the writing and the characters and and getting you invested in this region and this this whole everything so it's 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 hard i think that they're both worth playing if you like pokemon but at the same time you know um i'm definitely biased because the pokemon is one of those things where I, i i i love pokemon but okay uh uh, did you encounter any surprising new Pokemon that you were absolutely taken aback by and now in love with? It... Late game Pokemon are fucking wild, man. I okay. uh, That's all I'm going to say is that there's Pokemon that you can't catch until like right at the end of the game. And you're like, it, those are, those are fucking cool. Uh, it's, it's very, it's very, very neat. Um, I'm I'm still trying to, to trade for the ones that are in Scarlet, which mm-hmm. is hard because uh, 
uh, there have been people who um, have posted tra- uh, trade codes. So basically you can trade for Pokemon without really knowing them. You just kind of all both input the code and you're looking yeah. to do that. Except you really see how many more people are playing Violet than Scarlet, uh, which is the which is a problem. Mm. Um, because I, I've been try- I've been trying to go. Please take this Pokemon from Violet for for the equivalent in uh, Scarlet. Yeah, Scarlet, and it is it is hard. So th- that's that's the only tricky part there. But uh. if if you're if you're concerned about that and you haven't gotten it, maybe pick up Scarlet. But also, uh, I I'm still glad I got Violet because I like a lot of the yeah. Because uh, the days of there. being like, oh well, I want Arcanine or whatever is, and the only way to get Arcanine is in Red version, and I don't have a friend who I can with Blue version who I can trade with, so I got to get Red version. Now you can just pretty much get whatever Pokemon you want through the power of yeah, the pretty, internet. Pretty and... straightforward. Um, if you're uh, if you're looking to do this and you're playing, um, I, I would look for uh, Austin John Plays. I know that he does, um, he has this these lists on Twitter and I think maybe probably on YouTube uh, where, where there are specifically these uh, trade codes for if you want to trade starters for each other, for example, or if you want to trade uh, uh, the region exclusives, that you can do it with people who are just kind of putting those same ones in. You do run into the, the uh, violet versus scarlet divide, but it's super, super easy, and a lot of people are using those codes, which makes it nice. Uh, there was, so you talked about last time, like two weeks ago, I guess, about how there's this crater in the, in the, like the middle of the map or whatever. And they're like, Oh, don't go in there. There's a bunch of powerful Pokemon. And I saw someone take a picture of like, you know, here's what the people are saying. And then here are the Pokemon. And it's like the cutest Pokemon. There's like a Swablu, like little, you know, blue guy with cloud wings and just like a bunch of little tiny Pokemon guys. Uh, which I thought was very funny. They could totally be powerful, but they don't look the part. They don't look super menacing or anything, which is uh, always funny and silly to see a Pokemon try to convey that sense of power (laughs) with the Pokemon. But it's more tell and not show. (laughs) They sometimes do that with Mm -hmm. show. They do that later in the story with show and not tell and kind of play with that in an interesting way, actually. Okay. where, where you can, where power is not necessarily what the, by the appearance and yeah, yeah, it, it it kind of it does that. So I think that that's partially intentional, but it, maybe not. But sure. but I, I, or maybe I'm reading too much into it. There, yeah. But there's a specific scene that I think covers it, that actually. It's Im- it's impossible to tell with the Pokemon Company because the like they're not given the resources or the time they need to like apparently make these games like you know run acceptably uh and so it's hard to like ascribe any intent to what they're doing or not doing yeah, I, I guess think that there are a number of things where you see them in pokemon or especially with in terms of pokemon behaviors and um locations and things that are pretty mm. um 
yeah. intentional. So that you were yeah. for where you're, I, I was looking to um, get uh, the comb bead and evolve a female one into Vespa Queen. And so mm-hmm. I was looking around and I was like, I can't find where this fucking bee is. And then you go to the area where it's like kind of all these fields and crops and things, and it's like, oh, there's all the bees by it, of course. So I bees. think that they do. <laughs> um, exactly. They don't allow bees in here. Uh, but uh, I think that there's a level of intent, but it's it's hard to say to what extent all of that is. Um, yeah. Because there are certain times where you're just like. Where, why are you here? Or, um, yeah, and, and there are certain Pokemon where you read it, or, or you're like, what's your habitat? And it's just like, by cities, and you're like, I guess that's interesting that you, like, these are Pokemon that congregate near people, and some of it's, like, kind of more, like, the, psychic or ghost Pokemon. The work the, the Pokemon way. company has done about, around the Pokemon and creating the Pokemon is often very good and interesting. But then how that necessarily translates into the games is sometimes like, okay, right. I, I guess. Right. I think like there, I think that there are some examples of, of Pokemon location specifically being intentional. It's yeah. just hard to say to what extent all of that is, or the extent that you're like wandering around and you kind of make these connections in your head. Yeah, and as they make move to open world stuff. Like the the they're open spaces, but they're less. You know, it's because they're. I don't know. Is it still like divided off, sort of like how Sword and Shield is? As like where you've got like okay, no. so it's just all kind of contiguous. Yeah. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, but the, but it's like they're all they all have like kind of loose like. This is the southern yeah, area of yeah, part yeah. one this or is whatever. The, this is the desert and, biome. This is the forest biome. Yeah, right. Or whatever. Okay. Right. And then <clears> you <throat> might go, okay, here's the, like, kind of pond that's by the desert. Which here's Fire Mountain. Pokemon here's the lake. Versus... Here's the desert. It could, the, the, I think the regions could, could have more personality, but I think they did a decent job for their first stab at this kind of mm-hmm. world design. Um, cause it's distinct, it's, it's much more, I think, open even than like Arceus because the, mm-hmm. it's a bigger space. Um, so it's, it, it's, it's a very different field than Arceus is kind of open world. Are um, you going into like instant, like instanced towns or like, is it, so um, it's no, just the big city is the only the one. Only, the only, only, okay. yeah, only one city. There are other cities and towns, but they're, they're all, all part of the same map. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean the open world design is is I think pretty cool. I wish that it, you know, it'd be cool if it had more fidelity and looked, yeah, obviously if Pokemon better looked and... like Horizon, uh, that would be yeah. sick. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> yeah. that would, would be, be sick. awesome. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but I think with, their, with what they they worked with, what they got had like fairly well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, okay. and I, I I think that it, it, for for being a like for being an open world, I think they did a, they did a really good job here, especially since with um, Arceus there was still a level of okay, you have to go into this specific biome of the open world, and you have to go to this yeah. specific thing. Whereas here it was, it's all connected. Um, it felt a little more contrived to me in Arceus. I think um, not terribly so, but like it didn't. F- 
feel it felt like it was like well we got to have the the mountain path and we got to have the plains and we got to whereas it i think in in scarlet and violet it just feels more like a space like a like yeah. kind of a wheel it's hard it's hard to talk about because like totally i think somebody listening to this who has only seen footage of it is got is probably like that game you're saying that game's open world is good in the same way that you would say like uh, an open world in a much more uh polished better looking game is good and so yeah i mean obviously there's some it, it's hard to compare but yeah. uh but well, there aren't the, a million the, map with... markers popping up, so it's better than, say, Assassin's Creed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I, it, it just they, feels they like a cohesive region, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Definitely. And it, it still has all of the kind of, you know, here's the mountain where you do the where ice Pokemon. throw the virgin so, like, so in. There and, is, mm-hmm. But I feel like that they, they, they make it they feel flow cohesive better. enough. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. It flows well enough that it... I think it's, is it's a good re, like good region set up for Pokemon with enough areas that feel distinct, but also flowing with each other. And they did nice the way. smart thing, I think, of they cut. Um, I don't want to say they cut corners. They accepted some fidelity and performance hits in order to give you really, really, really long draw distance. So, oh yeah, you like it's very cool to be on top of a mountain and see a gym that is really far away and yeah, go, oh, I, I'm going to go over to that gym and and, uh, and check it out. So um, one of the up things that you can do is upgrade um, the what, your kind of rideable Pokemon. And as you upgrade that rideable Pokemon, you get more and more abilities that allow you to traverse. You can get really, really high up. And there was like, I was looking over like a couple of um, Vistas and it was genuinely really pretty <laughs> at that point. And I was like, I was like, God damn, why is this, like, suddenly, like, I feel like the individual pieces aren't beautiful, but, like, there are times when you're, um, you know, kind of looking over a town or you're looking at things in the dis- far distance or where, kind of from a from a distance and it just looks, it can look beautiful, even if, like, you know, you, you zoom in on some of the textures and you're like, oh, God, what what is that? Um and, and and I don't know. It's it's kind of interesting because it, it really uh, allows you to get basically anywhere on that map um, on your rideable Pokemon and just kind of look around. And some of that can and you can look genuinely very far in the yeah, distance. That's cool. Yeah. No. I uh, you. Uh, I don't know if this is as much of a spoiler. But you can you can eventually glide on on your thing. Um, yeah, I don't think it's a spoiler because they show that they show that yeah. Pokemon gliding in the opening yeah. scene. Right. I, I I I. But you you get that ability and, and you can, you can like. I'm pretty sure it's in marketing you, too that they show. Probably. It. Yeah. I feel like I, gliding around. Them. But but, but you I, can really get um some some good height and uh just you know kind of wander around and see a lot of the a lot of the map, but. But it still feels big too, where you're seeing a bunch of different things at once. But you're like, "Wow, this is a lot." And uh, I'm currently looking for uh, some of the kind of uh, not necessarily fetch. Well, I'm trying to figure out how to describe it. Where where you have to find these specific things on the map to 
um, unlock an area to, I assume, get more Pokemon. And uh, those are annoying because they, they they're hard to find because the, the map is too dang big. But other than that, I'm, I'm, I'm really enjoying the, the big open world and I'm excited to kind of explore it more even as I've finished the main campaign. All right. Well, that's Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, and I'm sure we'll probably hear more once you complete your Pokedex and get to some shiny hunting. I've got two, and I'm very happy about them. (laughs) There's apparently some ways to farm shinies pretty easily. Yeah, Yeah, so, because they basically, they have these, um, like in, uh, like in, um... Legends Arceus, they have these outbreaks where there's just massive amounts of Pokemon. Uh, and if you defeat a number of them in the in in that outbreak, uh, it the um, your chances of being able to catch them go up pretty pretty high. Um, so if you do that, and then you get into your kind of picnic set and you spawn and despawn all the Pokemon, um, you can kind of shuffle through a lot of different of those Pokemon pretty quickly, um, which allows for some pretty fast, uh, shiny hunting, but it's, yeah, cause uh, you can I, see I think, if they're shiny from the overworld, right? right. So, it, yep, exactly. Um, they don't, it, it's frustrating though, because they don't have a, um, because like in Legends Arceus, you'd see, they'd have like the little sparkle for the thing. So mm. you'd look and be like, Oh my God, it's a shiny or, or have like a little, like, mm-hmm. uh, sound cue here it's just from the appearance which can be frustrating some of them are subtle some of them are tiny and some of them are subtle and you're staring at these pokemon going like is this one of them i can't tell maybe uh but i I mean if, if if you're with if you're in an outbreak of them then you have like a lot of comparison points it can kind of go okay these all look the same um versus the other ones but it, it can be tricky. All right. Well, good luck on your adventure journey to become a Pokemon to shiny master. <laughs> Thank you. You're going to need it. <laughs> Once you've finished the Pokedex, you can finish a shiny Pokedex, and then you'll be... Oh, my oh God. My God. <laughs> I've seen people do that, and it's like, Jesus Christ, that's hard. <laughs> Tens of thousands of hours, I feel like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a lot. I've seen people do that, and it's it's it, it's wild how much time people put into that. Yeah. Uh, and part of me is like, should I do that? But there's too many video games coming out right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, speaking of video games coming out, Pat, mm-hmm. I, I have played, touched both of the games you have brought this week and they are the only games I've played besides things we've talked about in previous weeks. So, uh, you know, it's going to be Pat's choice. What do you want to talk about? Uh, well, let's talk about, uh, eh, we, well, let's talk about dark tide. Cause I, I got okay. some PC upgrade talk. In, that's part of this conversation too. So. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah. So I think I, briefly talked about this when the game was in beta like a month or i did i don't think i don't know so. if i, I don't recall length. that I at all said that i tried it um 
but uh, it is uh, Dark Tide is it's Warhammer forty thousand Dark Tide. Uh, it is the sort of spiritual sequel to Vermintide two, um, which is a game that I really enjoy as by well. This, by the same um, people, right? Yep, by Fat Shark. Uh, they are a cool developer. They uh, and the concept of these games is very like, what if we took Left for Dead but made it more um, more less put competitive in, i guess in this put it in an rpg setting and kind of yeah you and know, there's gear and there's more to do there's progression mm-hmm. in it instead of yeah. just playing the levels over yeah. and over and um vermintide and Ver- vermintide 2 were both games that had like uh still like a pretty set like a set set of missions that you played um but you just played them over and then later in Vermintide 2, they added Winds of Magic, which was like this sort of roguelike mode that you would okay. embark on with people. And it was kind of a commitment because you sort of had to like play it to the end in each. It was like several levels and each of them were like mm-hmm. 20 minutes long. So it was it was kind of like committing to doing like a dungeon or something in Destiny. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a very cool mode. Um, and Dark Tide is the they're taking it from Warhammer Fantasy into Warhammer 40K. Um, which is, I think, pretty safe to say it's a much more popular uh, setting from Games Workshop than Age of Sigmar or Warhammer, old Warhammer Fantasy. Um, and I think the game itself is really cool. Uh, it's a, it is a. I was a little disappointed when I first started playing it that they kind of went in the direction of the enemies being sort of just zombie guys, um, the basic enemies, um, but. I, it's grown on me a lot in Vermintide. You have a little more variety. There's like the the rats are the 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 the, the Skaven are the main enemy, and then there's also Chaos guys, uh, which are similar to what's in Dark Tide, and then also uh, Beastmen they added later on. So you get a little more variety. Dark Tide right now is pretty focused on the like Nurgle Chaos yeah, guys, which are the, basically like zombies. Yeah. Dregs um, is mostly what they are, and then there's like yeah. some some monster type guys or Yep. And it like Left for Dead, it has its specials, which yeah. are like the special guys that come in. There's quite a few of them in Dark Tide, quite a few different ones. Yep. I've um, seen was a gren- grenadier, a guy who grabs you with a net, you know, some like yep. machine guns. There's a shotgunner guys. guy, yep, there's snipers, the machine gun guys, uh and that's just kind of the like standard dudes that are a little bit different but then there's also like boss type there's like yeah. pox bursters which are the burster type guys there's yeah. um maulers the there's the dogs yep there's um there's also um beasts of nurgle which are like big boss type guys that come in that are very nasty um <laughs> and will eat you and swallow you uh vor you as it were uh Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, I think the, the gameplay is really cool. There's a bit more focus on ranged uh, combat in this game than there is in Vermintide because obviously fantasy, you know, there's it's it's like steampunk's the wrong word, but it, it's fantasy that includes like guns and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, it, but the 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 ranged weapons, unless you're playing a sp- couple of specific builds, the ranged weapons in Vermintide always felt to me like secondary weapons, mm-hmm. whereas your your primary weapon is melee and that's a little bit different in dark tide um there's still a big focus on melee combat uh but but uh you can play a ranged focused character 
as yeah. well and kind of hang back and fight. And, um, and it seems cool. so. I've I've been playing the Zealot, um, but there's like kind of a spellcaster class. I can't remember what, the, what they're called. Um, like a psyker, or some kind something of a like that. Yeah, psyker is and, the is the name of spellcasters in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something like uh, that. And they can, I don't know how their resource works, but they can do like a make people's heads explode and like shoot magic at people. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not sure if that's just like pretty their ability cool. or something, but they, it seems like they can do it I pretty think they often. Have staves that they uh-huh. use that do that. Um, the, yeah, I, I don't know. Abilities how those are pretty, work, the, the abilities are pretty limited in this game. Like you have one active ability yeah. that is, at least for I'm playing a veteran sharpshooter. It's not that I for, I almost never use it. I just forget that it's there a lot of the time. Yeah, because uh, all it does is that's just the other class. Accurate yeah, and faster. Um, but the talent trees are interesting, and there's actual like build stuff you can do there. Yeah, and then just takes a long time to get to, to that stuff. Yes, different classes have different weapons as well, um, or in, to some extent, uh, some of them share weapon classes. Mm-hmm. But um, and and I think uh, the the structurally what this game does that I like is it. Basically, all of the the levels are are randomized. They're all shuffled together. So the levels that you can play rotate, and then they're given different intensity values, and they have different objectives and stuff. Um, but like one time, you might go to this section of the city that you're in and kill a boss. The next time, you might have to go to the same section of the city and restart a generator or something. And then the next time, you might have to go to a different part of the city and kill the same boss that you killed in the the previous yeah. mission so it's it kind of just mixes it up a little bit more which i think yeah. is fun um, and, and they've you know left for dead did this too and it's kind of a staple but they it's not the same like distribution of enemies and same like no, ambush yeah, points or anything so yep. it's yeah like yeah i've it had to do it... the smelter thing i think i've done the smelter one like twice and that was pretty much the same you know the final encounter is pretty much the same yes. in terms of what you're going to see depending on you know, if you're fighting the boss, the boss encounter will be be the same in that level. But uh, yeah, yeah. besides that, it's, there's a little bit of difference. Yeah, um, but uh, generally, I like it. I, I think the weapons are are pretty fun. I don't love. It, it's kind of expensive with the in-game currency to buy new weapons, and I've only gotten like four different kinds of ranged weapons, and they feel very similar. Mm. Um, as opposed to something like Destiny where, you know, there's several different weapon classes, but one SMG can feel very different from other yes. SMGs yeah. based on like the, the, the perks it has. Mm-hmm. And I, it, there's potential, I think, for that to start to happen a little bit more, I think, as the weapons get a little more, um, have more perks and stuff on them. But I don't th- think it will ever be anywhere near as like no. interesting. The, the gearing won't ever be anywhere near as interesting. Yeah. But, um, but I love the vibe of the game a lot and it's it's got great um, music oh god the music is jasper kid and it is mm, of the, course the yeah Hitman okay that, make, that uh, makes sense and yeah, yeah. Guy, mm-hmm. and it is it is killer it, like yeah it's so good too because it's somewhat procedural in that it plays different tracks based on the context yeah. and the area of the the, the city you're mm-hmm. in in that mission and so sometimes you get these like basically like f- fucked up cyberpunk feeling levels that are mm-hmm. like gritty uh but but have a cyberpunk feel because you're dealing with lots of enemies that have like lasers coming out of their eyes and stuff and then sometimes the music will be this like carpenter brute style like heavy driving techno um that's super grimy and then other times it'll be like orchestral 
stuff when you're going through cathedrals or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, music, bang on, did a great job. Another thing that I think they did a really impressive job with um, is one of the biggest strengths of Vermintide is the characters are incredible like the 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 characters are so well written the way they like banter with each other in the levels is so good it's like so beyond what left for dead did it takes yeah. that concept that, and goes to the moon with it left for dead is iconic you know pills here uh yeah oh yeah it's, it's yeah. very simple it's, it and they, in the, yeah yeah fat, fat shirk is really up to the game from yeah, what left for dead um, did. but hearing like barden the dwarf and and Carillion mm-hmm. the elf argue about stuff is so good and and so i was worried with the transition to having characters that you're creating because you're picking a class in dark tide that they would lose that and it's not they're not as entertaining as mm. the the vermintide characters but i think they did a good job through having you select different aspects of your character's origin yeah. um that that gives them that like paints their picture of their personality that then yeah. comes out in their dialogue and you notice it especially i've been playing it with um I have a couple of friends who have been, they've been grinding the hell out of it. Um, and they, they've, they've played way, way, way more than me. Um, they're like level 40 or something like that. Uh, yeah. They, I mean, they've played, they've probably played, one of them's probably played a hundred hours or so. Um, well, I guess they were probably playing so it's in the been beta available for and, two weeks. Yeah. yeah the yeah. beta carried your progress over. So, yeah. um, I didn't touch it in the beta really, but, but they've been playing a shitload of it. And, um, uh, one thing that's cool is having played a few times with them since it's the same characters, I go like, Oh yeah, this is this person's character and I'm starting to get to know their character Mm -hmm. and and kind of they're like their character, like talks all the time about the mistreatment of like the, the genetically modified, like the ogre Mm -hmm. and other Mm -hmm. like genetically modified people and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. It is like an advocate for their rights and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, Whereas my guy is very much a like, dude, I don't, I don't fucking care, man. I'm, I'm, I'm doing my best out here and stuff. So it, the, the fact that they were able to, to come up with that sort of personality for those characters, yeah. despite them being created and, and you having more control over their uh, personality is really cool. Um, yeah. I will say that one thing that I say all this to say, I really like the game overall, uh, the performance. Oh the my game God. I I think I'm down on the side of not liking the game very much, even though like we've talked about some cool things like character stuff and whatnot. But I I don't think I like the game very much. But yeah, what the fuck is up with the performance? Uh, Like I'm according to the recommended specs, I am running more than the recommended specs, and still like even with DLS DLSS on, I'm getting drops to you know 40 or even like less than 30 sometimes or just like very shoddy it's bad performance i i did uh, not because of dark tide but it was a factor but there were some good um i got found some good black friday deals and so i ended up basically overhauling my whole pc i got a new motherboard a new processor a new video card and uh and ended up needing to get new ram too because uh the cooler that i wanted to use too too big didn't, it's too big it covers didn't, two cl- the didn't clear yeah i didn't clear the ram <laughs> which is fine because it's such a good cooler that i don't care uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, it's a huge ass knock to a uh-huh. heat sink that is an absolute monster uh-huh. <laughs> um but uh, i can touch it and it's even in under heavy load it's not too hot to touch uh uh-huh. it's just like 
gently warm. Um, but uh, the it, it blocks it well. It fully blocks one RAM slot and then another RAM <laughs> slot. It touches Jesus. the RAM uh-huh. um, if if you and I don't want it. I didn't want it. To no, be touching the heat pipe on the RAM. No. So I ended up getting two 16 gigabyte sticks. So I only need to get the two. Um, have it in okay. the two slots, mm-hmm. um, so, which is fine. So here's a question. Uh, I don't know if you've looked, but if you're run- so you're running 32 gigs of RAM now. I have okay. been for a long time, but okay, now yeah, it's yeah. two sixteen yeah, yeah, yeah. or eight. Okay, yeah. So if you're running thirty two gigs of RAM, do you know what your CPU or your computer RAM oh, yeah. is at as while you're while you're oh, playing yeah. this game? Okay, oh, yeah. what's it at? So what's it at? I've been watching, and um, I am similar to you. The game defaults to running at high settings mm-hmm. with DLSS set to like balanced, I think, and then ray tracing on low. Uh, uh, that was not how it defaulted. Ray tracing was off for me. Probably high. I don't know if dlss was on but or, i don't so know there were I'm weird running, settings but mm-hmm. i'm running a core i7 13700k which is like one step down from the best intel processor you can get right now i believe which is the i9 yeah. 13900k um i am running uh a and i'm running a 3070 ti which is mm-hmm. you know with the 4000 cards that's yep. certainly not like t- poking at the top however that's still yeah, no, 3070 yeah. Ti is like only mm-hmm. a few steps down yeah. from. The I, I'm yet. on a 3070, and that's still should be a damn good card. <laughs> yeah, uh, and um, my Dark Tide still will dip down to like it runs re- around 50 frames a second most of the time, mm-hmm. and then it'll dip down to like like you were saying like low 40s pretty frequently, and I'll get hitches here and there. And my usage, it's using like half of my CPU. It's using about half of my uh, my video card, and it's using half of my RAM now. No, only half. Like, yeah, it was. Yeah. Fucking, I, I've got sixteen gigs, and it's pinned at like ninety ninety five percent of my That's, RAM is being used. Yep. I noticed constantly. that too because when I, I had to wait a day for my extra uh-huh. RAM, so I was playing it at sixteen gig, gigs, and I had the same thing happening where yes. it was using like that. And and so in my head, I was like, "Well, once my RAM, it'll be that great. It'll run apparently great. not." Nope. <laughs> Uh, so I don't know what the it's bad uh, in cyberpunk also um, yeah I've been using that to do benchmarks and testing mm-hmm. and same thing with cyberpunk cyberpunk defaults to ray tracing ultra and then Weird. uses like 70% of my GPU and CPU mm-hmm. and runs at like 30 frames a second mm-hmm. and I'm just like mm-hmm. what what is uh-huh. going on I, yeah I don't know I don't um, know because I know it's not totally that something's wrong with my system. I'm going to do some more tweaking, mm-hmm. see if there's like some more drivers I can maybe find to update, maybe like update the BIOS or something. Um, but uh, it, uh, Modern Warfare 2 is running at like 120 frames a second, which is like what I was expecting um, yeah. with the upgrade. Mm-hmm. So it's certainly not like there's something wrong with my no it's just these games well i saw who who was it might have been anton hand saying that this game was built on a language or like basically built in a way that is not really great or optimized uh and so it's like it doesn't like it looks all right but there's like some wonkiness to the way it looks at times and like the way it renders stuff and just generally performance wise might be tied to the way it was built. Um, and the, I can't remember uh, exactly what the details were, but it might just be, it was built in such a way that it's not ideal. Like it wasn't unreal or unity or something, it was something else. So less reliable perhaps, um, which is a bummer. 
mean, I don't know why they yeah. made that yeah. choice if that's what they did, but I'm sure they had their reasons. It does not sound like there is a significant amount of improvements they could make to it from the way they talk about it. It's yeah. The, the, fra- the framing of it is very much, we're trying our best to make it work better, <laughs> and I don't know what the... Mm-hmm. It's, we'll see. We'll see where it goes. Um, I will say that Vermintide 2 also had some pretty rough performance at first, and it, they fixed it over time. So maybe they'll be able to, to find a way to to, to do the same here. Um, I think, uh, I suspect that part of it has to do with the fact that there is like, in, I have never seen more volumetric fog and smoke in a game ever than in dark tide it, it that that stuff is really cool and really good it's fucking silent oh, it hill looks in there. incredible yeah it, it silent hill really in good. there with the amount of fog and volumetric lighting it, stuff it's going gotta on. be it's gotta be fucking hammering the <laughs> performance because that's yeah. tough to render so uh, uh anton it was anton hand i i found it and the tweet is from december 1st oh god vermintide dark tide runs on autodesk stingray no wonder it runs crashly and like shit while looking not nearly as good as something that runs so poorly should look. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. Makes sense. Yep. Apparently. That's, um, the uh, other big thing about this game is people are like melting down because there's a cosmetic shop in it. To which I say it's. It's it's a multiplayer game. Dude. It's like, like, what, what like you... you're going in with people. Of course there's cosmetics. Yeah. It's a multi. Yeah. If, if there's a multiplayer game, it's like. Having a having a cosme- a store is like that's a, almost a given. Like I'd be, it, I'd be almost more surprised if something didn't have one. Than it's not like it's Midnight Suns single player mm-hmm. tactics game selling you skins to uh-huh. look at. Yeah, I right. Guess, by yourself, uh, <laughs> it's like wow, look cor- at these skins. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it does a whole thing where it shows your team lined up and you see everybody's look and everything, and they're cool skins. And people are like furious though. It's like oh, it's just FOMO. FOMO marketing once again, which is not true because all that stuff's going to rotate a billion mm-hmm. times. Yeah. There, mm-hmm. There's there is nothing in there that's only going to show yeah. up one time. Um, so any, uh, anyway, it's it's I think uh, it's um, I think it's kind of kind of silly. Uh, but um, th- anyway, that's kind of my thoughts on on Dark Tide. I will say with my PC upgrades, NCAA football 2014. <laughs> Running on a PS3 emulator, 1440p, anti-aliasing, and 60 frames a second, baby. Nice. Uh, uh, so I, uh, <laughs> I, I do want to try to elaborate a little bit on my thoughts about how I feel about this game. Because, uh, you know, there are a lot of cool sure. aspects. But I, I feel like maybe it's just, like, the type of game or maybe... Like you know, the the running the same missions over and over. I've I'm like level seven, I think. Uh, so I've run a couple missions, but there's just something like janky to some of the encounters or like the the fights and stuff. We're like, oh, I haven't really noticed that at all. Well, so like I'll be in like you know the normal fights are pretty much fine and whatever, but then you'll get into like a, like a boss will show up, like a mini boss will show up. And then you'll just get like slapped and get knocked a hundred yards off into like off a cliff, and you're like, "Oh well, I guess I'm dead now." And then you're t- like, it happens to your team too, or something like that, uh, which suck. And then you lose because everyone got knocked off a cliff. And like, while it might be like it's a nice idea to have like those kinds of possibilities in there, <laughs> it sucks when you're going through and that happens. Um, 
I guess I haven't really had that happen much, oh, and I yeah, feel like that's... you learn how the I've had it happen yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. before. The first mm-hmm. time I, saw, I encountered a beast of Nurgle, it did mm-hmm. exactly what you were yeah, describing. Yeah, yeah. But then I went, oh, so if I hear that noise, I mm-hmm. know that I need to put myself in a position where that can't happen. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and so part, I think part of it's not knowing the, the levels and stuff, and so yeah, like suddenly you're I like, th- oh wait, there is a cliff right there, and I just got knocked off. Or I would also say that I think playing with people and talking helps mm-hmm. that yes, issue because yes. then one if it actually fucks your whole team and you die it's funnier because you're in a group of people and you're all like mm-hmm. oh my god i can't believe that happened and laugh mm-hmm. about it yeah two if if you get thrown off the cliff you can't count on pubbies to actually take time to come and get you but yeah, you yeah, can yeah. tell your friends like hey can you come and grab me when it get one yeah. so exactly yeah. i i can i can i think what you're talking about makes sense and and could be exacerbated um yeah then, uh, like, so yeah i'm i've been playing just playing with, with with you know random people and matchmaking yeah. and but uh, and then like you know waiting for people to join so i've been going through like you know part you know this at least the start of a level mostly by myself with the with the ai companions and you know that's fine or whatever it's not a big deal but the combat is like it's very sluggish uh, like, you know, the guns and, like, the movement and everything is just very slow for the most part. And there are some abilities that let you move around a little bit. Like, the Zealot has a dash thing that empowers their melee. But, like, you can't, like, sprinting, your stamina goes down so quickly. And you can't really jump. You're, like, climbing up stuff isn't really an option, uh, which is a bummer. I'm like, I just want to climb up these stairs. You can't. Uh, you can do it a little bit. But it's yeah. There's usually the, yeah. um, like it's, ladders and stuff to get. Up yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. Just but you know, like I just want to get up this box or something, and you you know, a lot of times you can't. Uh, I feel like there's something else I've been playing where that was an issue, but maybe not. Um, so yeah, there there's a lot of stuff, and I'm gonna give it a little bit more chance. I'm gonna try to play with some people and see um, how I you know feel about it after that, but. So far, like, I think there are cool ideas, but I, and I'm, you know, I'm glad I tried it out so I can see where the genre is at at the moment, because I haven't really played one of these since Left 4 Dead 2. Uh, I will say that Fat Shark's take on this stuff is the only take I enjoy. Mm-hmm. Like, I think this genre of games is one of the least interesting that exists to me. Sure, like, yeah. There's also the, that, the, like, like, I don't think play the, the same play levels the, over and over. Yeah, I don't yeah. think that's particularly engaging, even if they change it up level to level. Uh, or, you know, like, it's not exactly the same every time you go into a level. It's still like, eh, yeah, okay, I'm running yeah, this. The, it's like Strikes and Destiny, like, you, you get to a point you've seen them, yeah. and I don't want to necessarily keep running them constantly. I mean, we even get, I even hit that point with, like, GM's Grandmaster and I falls in destiny where it's like, I'd like to complete them all, but mm-hmm. I lose steam pretty quick after yep. it, we fail five or six times. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't want to fucking do the same fight yep. over mm-hmm. and over mm-hmm. and over again. Um, it's one thing when it's a raid with puzzle mechanics and it's, it yeah. feels like it's about like getting the mechanics down, but when it's just hard, um, yeah. it's yeah. can be frustrating. So I, that rings true for me for most of it. I think a large part of why I like fat sharks games is i like warhammer a lot and Mm -hmm. um so there's the flavor there is good and Mm -hmm. that's like truer than ever with this game um Mm -hmm. because it's just 40k is i think 40k is really cool so Mm -hmm. i think you i definitely think you need a certain degree of interest in the theme though for it to stay interesting and that's part of why a lot of these games don't click for me at all because 
I don't like zombies. Um, mm-hmm. I I think that like the 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 way they do it in these games is cool because it's part of a wider world where there's lots mm-hmm. of stuff going on that's wild. But yeah, like Back for Blood was immediately like, nope, I don't <laughs> not interested in this anymore. Um, I do like GTFO. That's the other one that I do like. I that game yeah. is is cool. Uh, and and I wish there's I could get people to play it with me. <laughs> I, hey, you know what? I I got it. Uh, we can. Yeah, we maybe, should play it sometime. Yeah, well, maybe when I'm in the states. Got, does it run on the Steam Deck? I don't know. I got some I, friends uh, yeah. to play it at one point, and they bounced off of it really hard because it's mm-hmm. such a difficult game. Yeah. Um, uh, I yeah, like I played it. a bit, but I was only able able to get like you know one other person at you know at a time available to play with me and yeah like for the first level that's fine but yeah uh like you know first level at the time that was fine but not well, maybe so... we can get some uh when once we're once once Lightbringers has kind of been wrung out a little bit and we're mm-hmm. maybe we're through it maybe we can convince some <laughs> destiny yeah. to play <laughs> yeah to, to play gtfo but anyway um that's uh that was the one half of my of what I kind of brought um, other stuff that's like the wow dragonflight came out all the way that's that's fun I like the the quest there the writing is actually quite good in that expansion in my opinion uh, which is cool um, I met a very very adorable couple that's like a scientist they're like they're like meteorologists studying the weather on the island dragon people. Uh, gay couple and they're like bickering with each other and stuff and then you help them with their research and it also helps them to like go like oh i shouldn't have been shouldn't have snapped at you and i'm sorry and it's like really sweet (laughs) uh and good and you like find a little fish that's like an orphaned fish and you bring it back to them and they're like oh i guess we can raise this fish and stuff (laughs) so it's it's kind of cute um but uh last couple days i've been playing a lot of uh nhl 23 as well uh, which was the other thing I think you also played? Yeah, just um, just a little bit, and I'll I yeah. can talk about why in a moment. <laughs> um, but I think I like that game quite a bit. I've been looking for like a sports game to get sort of into on the side, and I tried to get in with FIFA, and I just like I want to like it so bad, but yeah. I want to do the sports RPG mode where you're playing as a character. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, the idea of playing a FIFA character's career and then transitioning to them being a manager is so cool to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but I just don't like the part where you play a player in FIFA because you play like the whole, like most of the game. Mm-hmm. So you're either going to have to speed up the clock so that it's like a mm-hmm. fast clock or, um, you, could sit and play 90 minute games but geez that's a long time mm-hmm. um and when you're controlling just your i don't like the idea of controlling the whole team i want to control just my character mm-hmm. when you control just your character it can be it can get pretty boring because you're mm-hmm. just kind of running around hoping for a pass and the game gets so fucking mad at you if you stand out of position for like four seconds and it doesn't do a good job of telling you where to be uh and and i don't watch enough soccer to like have a good understanding of like, okay, I'm playing a midfielder and we're in a four, three, one, two offense. Uh, I don't know where the right place to stand all the time is. Mm -hmm. Um, So I kind of bounced off of that. I love MLB the show. That's kind of my favorite sports franchise. 
Um, but then I figured I would try NHL also because I'm really into hockey right now because Kraken are good. Seattle Kraken are good. And I've been watching every one of their games. Um, and it's hockey's on any given day, hockey or baseball is my favorite, favorite sport. Um, but, uh, I'm enjoying playing NHL. I think I've been playing the be a pro mode. Uh, I think it does a good job of that sort of sports RPG thing. I think it does a good job of helping you to get better at playing the game and telling you where to be. And um, the other thing, part of the reason that baseball games work so well for the sports RPG thing is your player only bats, you know, five or six times in a game, uh, depending. I mean, that's actually more than they probably would. Um, And uh, so you, it, makes you play when there when there's a fielding opportunity and then you bat but even if you play a pitcher you you like are going to only play every fourth game or whatever so yeah. you can get through a season even though there's so many baseball games yeah. playing an actual game takes like 5 to 10 minutes yeah. uh and then you're on to the next one and hockey is a similar thing cuz your uh, hockey is extremely physically demanding mm-hmm. and um so you have to um you you change lines you substitute players mm-hmm. pretty constantly so you might only play two minutes of a period um mm-hmm. or you know even if you play five minutes per period you're the game only takes like 10 to 15 minutes to play through yeah so um i think it's it moves at a nice clip from game to game mm-hmm. yeah it's it moves pretty quickly uh one thing so you know you were talking about fifa and uh, how it compares to this and i felt like fifa actually taught me how to play the game uh like that's funny. like ha- taught me how to play like fifa not like soccer mm. but taught me how to play fifa where i got into uh got into nhl and i'm like how the fuck do i do anything uh how do i you know how do i do the stuff and i can't find like drill like fifa has tons of drills that you can do to like you know practice like here's how you practice passing or practice shooting and so it does yeah i can't find anything like that so there's like you free skate scroll. or like team you know team skate and stuff like that but oh yeah 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 it doesn't you just like have to look at what the controls are yeah and like that is yeah that is simpl- less than ideal than I think it's yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah. It's there's not that much to learn really. I um, I, I just uh, you know I go in and I'm like how do I do anything? Uh how do I sh- how do I shoot? And there's no there's not like an ex- explanation like I figured out like oh okay like it's a it's a pull back and then forward, you know, it's a flick thing. That's a uh, slap shot, yeah. yeah. You just flick it up to do a wrist shot. Yeah. Yeah, and like I uh, um, if I, you I, pro- I couldn't tell you that cuz it didn't tell me that. <laughs> It it tells you all that stuff if you make a pro player. Like there's there's I, a, it, while you're sitting it, on the bench, mm. it has like you need to do passes. Uh-huh. This is the button okay. you press to pass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, there's also they're, they could do that better. <laughs> um, if you go into the options, there's uh a, there's like a game advice thing mm-hmm. where it'll tell you how yeah. to do stuff while you play. You it, can turn that up from uh, yeah. What, what a fucking uh face offs. I don't know how to do a face off because it funny gives you're you... saying all this because I feel like I got in and it was every step of the way I held my hand. No, <laughs> so I don't know what. No, we, I got well. So maybe differed. I didn't. Which like set difficult a difficulty setting or like yeah that could have something to do like with I it. didn't I didn't like turn it up. I just did like kind of like default semi pro. When like, I first launched it, it was like, hey, do you want to play a game? I think and it was like, do you want to play the um, Stanley Cup? And I'm like. Stanley Cup? Well, that sounds hard. 
Uh, it's just a championship. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But I mean, yeah. But so I'm like, why? Why would uh, I play it? Like, you know. Well, that's well, just how EA Sports games do their thing. They're just like, do you want to play last year's championship game? Just like FIFA does something similar. I forget. Yeah, what the but the, then it was like you play a pra- like, play a practice game to like determine what difficulty you want to like adaptive difficulty stuff. I'm and like that made sure sense. That if you, I'm pretty sure. So did you not play that game that NHL presented no. you with? No. So I that's I think the issue Maybe. because that's yeah. that is mm-hmm. that is the NHL's okay. version of that. Because when I wonder you do if I can it, go back and play like, it. I don't know. Um, when I did it, it was like the game started and it came up with a tutorial, like froze the game and said, here's how you do a face off. No, no, nope, no. Nope, I, I didn't did get that at all. I didn't get that at all. Yeah. Yeah. It does that if in that game, I think uh, I, I, I it may okay. have just presented it in like real time, but it mm-hmm. definitely I definitely came away with it going, OK, I know how to it, do. It pops up a that, little tooltip over my head, but it it happens. It's such a short time where you can process. I'm like, okay, I've got to do the right stick, but like, wh- what do I do with the right stick? And so, yeah, yeah. it it, it would be nice if they're just like if they had said, hey, do you want a tutorial? I'm like, yes, I would like a tutorial, please. I feel like all that all that FIFA does is teach you how to pass the ball and what button to press to shoot. Whereas, like, I don't have any clue how to score goals in FIFA. Like it, it doesn't, if I hold the button down, they kick it way over the net. Mm-hmm. And if I don't hold the button down, it's like a little baby roller and uh-huh. there's no nuance to it. It's either, it feels binary. It's either a hold using, a doing the training, the, doing the training mode in FIFA. Let me like, you know, I was able to practice that and like, feel like, okay, I'm, I'm learning and like the difference in like, you know, like double tapping and like okay, hold it a little bit and then tap and you know stuff like that. Um, yeah, and I see. I feel I don't, like I don't the, think the drills in FIFA didn't help I think me get mm-hmm. any better at that. I, um, but I wasn't. If I was able to do, so I played like the first match in the the pro career mode in NHL, and like before you do that, there's no chance to train or anything. I was like, oh, maybe I can do like a training thing in there and then like practice some stuff. Wasn't able to, but I'm sure you like there's training in there, so. You, once you're further in, I'm sure you can do that. But yeah, I'm not sure. Very, it, but I had a very bad experience starting off. But maybe I'll yeah, that makes sense. And um, the shooting in NHL is a lot more intuitive to me too because mm-hmm. you basically when you're in a shooting situation, you're moving a, a reticle around the net with the yeah. left stick while you move, and then you 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 flick the right stick to do a wrist shot or hold it back and push forward to slap shot. And I feel like I have a much clearer picture of like, I'm aiming the puck into the upper right mm-hmm. corner and it'll give you um, a marker. The, the, the reticle changes color based on yeah. the odds, basically of it going in. If it's a green marker, yeah. then that means you have a clear shot. And, and stuff. it gives so you I a little like visualization yeah. of how much of an open space you have to make it past the goalie, which is nice. Yep. Uh, yeah, I think it's uh it's it's pretty it's pretty cool, but I can totally see that being frustrating too. Um yeah. but I'm going to dig into some more of the modes. I'll probably end up picking it up once my trial's done. Mm-hmm. Uh I have like 8 hours left on it, so I'm going to play through all the trial time. Um B. but uh not even 8 hours, like 7 hours. Um, Do you know how much the mascots are in the game cuz I picked as my team the Philadelphia Flyers for gritty, but I don't know if I have not seen appears at all, but I also haven't. Got, okay, Disappointing. That, I, I would have like mascots are in it at all. Picked up this game if Gritty. Well, what if the I fuck? Got, like, Why am I? What am I even doing? Hangout man? mode. I'm guessing that it caught. It costs more money for them to license the mascots. Tea uh, time with Gritty. 
Gritty Simulator. Uh, but I don't know. I've only played a couple of NHL games. I've played the a few of the like a couple of the matchups. Um, and the the Kraken's mascot is not present. But the Kraken's mascot also, I don't know if Bowie was like a a thing prior to this game's release because Bowie's like a this season addition mm-hmm. to the Kraken. So it could mm-hmm. be that while they were developing it, that they didn't have anything to go off of. So for all I know, uh, there are mascots in and. Uh, wait wait how to play as mascots in an hl 23 well there you go okay uh they generally have lower you can play as gritty (laughs) you can play the game threes by using mascots once you play threes matches you must be able to select a fair number of mascots okay uh okay so you can play threes with mascots that's funny Mm. there's a bunch of stuff in there that i don't like world of chell i don't think i'm ever gonna play mm -hmm. that that's like a, that's like NBA 2K, my player kind of, um, mm-hmm. where you're like playing online games with other people on like community rinks and stuff. Um, there's, I might dabble with hockey ultimate team, but I'm not going to spend money on it. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it and, uh, we'll probably play through a couple seasons at least of the, the be a pro mode at least, uh, cause I think that mode's pretty cool, and it's giving me the sports RPG yeah. stuff uh, that I'm looking for. I will, I will give it another shot. Try to maybe I'll just like delete my save and restart. It, it was, and I could it's be remembering. I, maybe it, maybe you're just a savant. Um, yeah, maybe. It was nice because when I tried to play FIFA, I had a lot of issues with like signing into my EA account, and it was probably my fault. But like signing into my EA account and. It's like getting it to like network connection. I don't know. There was something weird going on when I tried to play FIFA. Servers were busted or something, but this just worked. And maybe it's because I was signed in with like connected my Xbox account to my EA account or whatever it was, but it just worked. And that was fantastic. Mm-hmm. I was very happy to see that. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I'll, I, I do want to give it a little PC. more. That's one thing. I'm going to go back weird. to the, I'm going to play through the trial time on FIFA because I do like that FIFA's on PC. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause you know, it's it's good on Xbox. Don't get me wrong. Like the, yeah. the Xbox handles NHL very well. It runs yeah. great. There's a little bit of the the like interstitial cutscene stuff is um, mm-hmm. not at the same frame. It's like at 30 mm-hmm. frames a second, mm-hmm. and then the gameplay is 60, yeah. and that's a little jarring. But it's fine mm-hmm. once you get used to it. It's not a big Destiny deal. does that. Destiny does that. And it, yes. Yep. Hate it. It's so um, ugly. It's worse in Destiny because it's actually like story yeah. content in nhl yeah. it's whatever because it's just like yeah i don't care if them walking off the ice is <laughs> yeah at 30 yeah. Frames a uh, yeah absolutely uh, but uh but i would love to be able to take it back and forth between pc and um the couch because i do like to to sit at my desk most of the time when i play games um mm. and i don't really want to move the xbox in here so mm-hmm. uh yeah. yeah but yeah I, i'm happy to enjoy. play like f- FIFA, I when I was playing FIFA, I never got like the. This just looks like soccer, like you know, it looks pretty good. But I, there is something I I don't watch sports on TV, but there is something about like the, um, like I guess with the ice and the way that looks, at least oh, without really so thinking cool. about it, it looks it looks really good. Uh, it's impressive, and like the, the people are kind of like eh, but uh, you know they but look when fine. They're zoomed but, into the bro- or zoomed out to the like broadcast view, yeah, you don't really get the, yeah, like, exactly. some of the some of the loss of fidelity on the faces uh and the arenas look really good they did a great mm, job at yep. least with modeling climate pledge arena and 
Um, yeah, the most impressive visual thing to me is when you start a period, the ice is totally clean. And I don't know what they are doing to draw the marks in the ice, but over the course of the period, the ice does get scuffed. And I don't know if it's like, I suspect it's just like slowly they fade in decals <laughs> of scrapes, but it almost, I wouldn't be surprised if there's some simulation happening there with the yep. way players are moving, leaving marks behind. Um, it's, you which know, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, it's not, wouldn't be the first time that, uh, or, you know, it's not like deforming terrain is new technology. So right, I'm exactly. sure they, they could, um, hockey you know. is, uh, it's a tough sport to model, in a game like this too because it moves so fast yeah and um i think it's not perfect like the animations can be a little wonky especially when you've got like four players around the puck and they're all kind of like bumping into each other it's not necessarily super realistic but they do a good job they get pretty close uh i think i think it's i think it's well handled i'm excited to play more of it probably going to play the rest of that trial and then also play through my fifa trial just to give them both their due because um, mm-hmm. I don't really want to buy them both, but I want to play yeah. one of them. Yeah. Um, and a friend of mine was like just saying, don't play the be a player mode in FIFA because it's boring. But I, that's the thing I want from a sports uh-huh. game. So I got, <laughs> yeah, I mean it, yeah, the, the do the climb and become, you know, become the star player and, you know, and, increase and your skills NHL, and stats and whatever. The, FIFA does a thing that I don't like where it's like, you just pick your team when mm-hmm. you make your pro kit, your your be a player. right, right, and right, I don't right. like that. I want to, I want to like have start to on play. the feeder team and yeah, and get yeah. like can get like brought in. And, and NHL does that. In NHL, you yeah. do pick a team, but you pick whether you want to start in the NHL or if you want to start in mm. um, the um, CHL, the, the CHL or, or uh, there's and, something else. There's like three yeah, you can I don't choose from. What the other one is. Um, but uh, but you pick your CHL team when you do that. I chose to do the CHL, yeah. so I'm playing on the Seattle Thunderbirds and. Mm. Um, but then from there you go to the NHL draft and like you get picked, I believe, or maybe not, I'm not sure, but you do have to play your way up basically. Yeah. Um, which is cool to me. Yeah. I I, I did Uh, the same thing. I picked the Portland winter Hawks, uh, which are the real teams. That's yeah. Yeah. That's a real team. Uh, Uh, and I'm a little bummed. They don't have the Toledo walleye in there because they're in a different league. Um, mm. and maybe they're, they're in that I, third I, league my that favorite. shows up there i can't remember what they're, no they're definitely they're three choices i don't think that they're in but anyway um either way i think it handles that stuff well and i really there's this like legend bar that is like over the course of your whole career you're like leveling up your legend status which is cool and i mm-hmm. like the way that it handles player progression a lot too um it feels smart fifa has like your player does so like in NHL, you can buy stuff, right? Like your salary lets you buy things that can improve your stats. Mm-hmm. It's very funny. The way they introduce that is your friend, one of your teammates asks you to go bowling and it costs 20 bucks. Uh, so you have to spend 20 of your dollars that you start with, which is <laughs> you start with like 10 grand. You have to spend $20 of it to go bowling and get some team experience points, uh, which is funny. But um, FIFA, on the other hand, it has this complex menu of financial shit where there's like investment opportunities and then like buying shit for your house that gives you different bonuses it's really weird all that player development stuff in fifa is so comp i don't even want to say complex it just feels needlessly complicated to me whereas nhl focuses more on like you have skill trees that you can go down that give you bonuses your stats level up as you play and do the things from the stats 
Um, so if you pass the puck, you get passing experience. And mm-hmm. um, and then there's a trait system that if you complete certain like almost like quests in the seasons, then you can unlock these traits that give you additional bonuses. Mm-hmm. And then there's the stuff you can buy for your house. That's kind of it. It feels a lot more manageable with still a lot of depth, but not as kind yeah. of obtuse as some of the stuff in FIFA. <laughs> but I'm gonna I'm gonna give FIFA another shot too because I like the gameplay in FIFA a lot. Like the actual yeah when you're passing and shooting the ball, it's fun. Uh, and mm-hmm. I think soccer is a great sport also. So uh, yeah. You know. Uh, yeah, uh, I'll give it another shot. I'll I'll try to do the tutorial again and learn how to play the game because I was very frustrated when I <laughs> couldn't do a face off ever and uh, stuff like that. But I think the you know the, the skating around and like getting the puck and all that stuff was fun. It's just I mm-hmm. once I had it, I was like ah, I didn't know what to yeah. do. Uh, absolutely confused and befuddled. But uh, hockey is in theory very cool. So, uh, I would like I to it. check it out more. Does my my town have a t- hockey team? I wonder because I I've got students who play hockey. Oh, in Japan, that's cool. Yeah, I didn't know that. It yeah, had... yeah, I yeah. So it I've, yeah, I've I mean, got a couple. Team, I've, so. I've had a couple of students who play hockey. So uh, I don't know if they're like we've got a local basketball team, but I don't know if we've got uh, the blue hockey sticks. Be the biggest, maybe we maybe we do. The, the biggest the thing this? I have always had against hockey is it's been there's such a lack of diversity it's such a like white people sport but it's it's getting better there's 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 more of a push from the nhl to try to bring market and bring hockey into more diverse communities and you know you're starting to see players start to trickle in from more diverse backgrounds which is really exciting i hope that continues because we uh we'll be great we do not have a local hockey team uh, we have a hockey club, but uh, they have to go somewhere else to be on a team, unfortunately. For, Watching uh, hockey rips, man. The mm-hmm. Kraken came back from a 2-1 to one deficit and won a game in overtime while I was working on my computer, uh, mm-hmm. putting everything together, and it was awesome. Such a good game. Really fun to watch. I'm like looking forward to every hockey game now because they're mm-hmm. actually good uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> and competitive. Um I was like looking at the schedule, like okay, there's hockey tonight at seven, and then I have to wait until <laughs> Tuesday for another game, uh, and <laughs> getting mm-hmm. bummed over it. Mm-hmm. Well, I can uh, apparently I can get NHL TV in Japan, so maybe I'll. I don't know how much it costs though. I'll figure that out. Uh, anyway, yeah, that'll be. Uh, I think that's all for today, right? There's. Yeah. Coming up on the end of the year here. So. Oh, next this week is uh, the Game Awards, so there'll be some announcements next week to talk about. I'm sure. Just don't feel um, anything yeah. for it, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't, the awards, whatever. But uh, you know, there will be some news at least. Uh, yeah, I can't even think of a video game announcement right now that would get me super excited. To be honest with you, as <laughs> depressing as that sounds, I'm happy with the stuff that I have. And uh-huh. I'm kind of like, I don't need anything else right now. Just sure. Stop. Uh... <laughs> avowed. Avowed is the one. If I, I, I'd love to see some more avowed. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that that would be nice. But yeah, I'm not like dying for anything at the moment. Uh, and then the Witcher patch is, I believe, hitting, or maybe that's the week after it's hitting. Yeah. So that's that's a week from Tuesday, I guess, the thirteenth. 
the Witcher 3, like, uh, upgrade patch for, or next-gen patch for that, uh, and it's gonna have cross-save, so maybe I'll pick it up on, like, Xbox or PlayStation, so I can, like, PC and console and back and forth, that could be cool. fun. Yeah, we have it on, on, Siri, on Xbox, so... Maybe I'll finally and play the DLC on it, it Series gets, X. It gets very cheap. Uh, so, like, if you wanted to play on PC, like, you could easily do that and bring your save I over. I think I own it on PC also. All right, there you go. Well, yeah, if you already do, then pretty sure. no problem. You could, you if you know, if you want to play at your desk, you can do that, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you really should play that DLC because it's very good. Yeah, I own uh, it on PC. Uh, uh, it would probably look pretty fucking good on my oh, yeah. hardware now, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I assume that next gen update is coming to it. It's PC yes, but it's also. like yeah. I don't know how much it's hitting like the visuals, but it's it adding says in enhanced like with the power of next gen consoles and modern PC hardware in mind. Okay, so mm-hmm. okay. I would assume that they're yeah. doing the the enhancements there too. Yeah, they're adding ray tracing support. Right, 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 um, right. Oh God, yes. So uh huh. That yeah. game would look Ooh. pretty sick with ray tracing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can you the, the the most impressive thing in that game to me is when you get like the rainy weather and the trees mm-hmm. are blown around mm-hmm. with little bits of sunlight god rang yep. through. Uh-huh. Oh boy, if, that would be it, something uh-huh. in the in the And it's not like Cyberpunk or like Dark Tide where everything is metal and supposed to like reflective. It's like, you know, there'd be select points where you're like, "Oh, damn, yeah, this totally. lake looks sick." Uh <laughs> yep. Ooh. Yep. I'm the closer we get to that coming out, the more excited I am because that's still probably my favorite game of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I am very excited to go back to that, and it'll be I'll be like kind of on vacation when it comes out, but not really. I don't know. It'll be weird, but uh, yeah, uh, that's what I'm looking forward to right now. And you know, maybe so- something surprising and cool at the Game Awards, but who knows? That's things seem less like there's less exciting announcements these days but maybe i'm just issuing a direct challenge to jeff Keeley to announce something that because <laughs> <laughs> i can't think of what it would be right now uh, yeah i'm trying to think of something too and i'm like i, I mean you know that's know like be. the nice thing is like you know to just be like be pleasantly surprised and excited about whatever comes because i you know i don't care about whoever you know wins what awards because i know the game awards doesn't care about who wins what awards because if they did they would give them more time and actually uh present them (laughs) instead of just to like you know the best best game or you know whatever uh anyway don't need to harp on the game awards again but yeah it'll be interesting to see what happens uh anyway that is going to do it for this episode of the Gaming Fix Podcast, episode 250, on December 3rd, 2022. I've been your host, Andre Cole, a.k.a. The Wet Gamer, a.k.a. your partner's favorite weather. You can find me on Twitter at CoolSlaw, C-O-O-L-S-L-4-W. Allison, where can people find you? Nope. Nope. No? Mm-hmm. Allison? You, you, you cut out there oh. for a second. Me? I cut out? Yes. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Well, uh, Allison. I thought you were taking a very long pause. No. I, no, it's, uh, I was like, wait a sec. What's, what's going no, on? No, as I asked, Allison, where can people find you? Okay. I'm glad it's not just me that didn't. I didn't hear it. You can find me on Twitter at W-R-I-T-E-R-S-E-R-E-N-Y-T-Y. I guess my noise-canceling software got sick of my own voice. It was like, nah, people uh, don't need like, to hear this anymore. It was anymore. like a hitch. You were like frozen. Oh, okay. Like your camera uh-huh. too.
Oh, weird. Okay, well, Pat, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at PJCPlays. All right, and you can find the podcast on Twitter at FixPodcasts, wherever find and download it wherever fine podcasts are provided. Review us at podchaser.com slash gamingfix. And we'll be back next week with another episode of the Gaming Fix Podcast. Is that going to be our last regular? No, we got two more regular episodes, and then we're going to try to figure out something for the last couple weeks of the year. But don't know what that's going to look like yet, so stay tuned. Got some travel plans in there, so it'll mess with things. Stay wet, gamers. Happy holidays. Wet holidays, gamers.